This podcast has been paid for by the Major World Order. No, 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 Major World Order. Figs for life. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Major World Order podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am a former broski of the week. I am the Jim Johnston of FWF's. Thr- nope, not Thrill Zone. Ha! <laughs> Ooh! <Thrill. laughs> Ooh! I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Matt doesn't. Otherwise, I'm. Matt's going to be pissed. Um, and um, <laughs> I'm a ring announcer for, for PWP Live, Omaha, Nebraska's longest running wrestling organization. And with me is Hus Var, aka the Major Mark Kid, aka Handsome uh. Hus Var. Ew! Ew! You know, we haven't had a good ew in a while. <laughs> aka Handsome Hus Var, aka Heartbreak Hus Var, aka all Husvar, no gimmicks, Ooh. collector of all things movies, TV, gaming, pop culture, especially the major wrestling figure podcast merch. I'm also a supporter of the all-ego Ethan Page and the very nice, very evil Dan Housen. We also have the Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the major Mad Hatter, and your future major PBR champion. Boo! Oh, also, speaking of PBR, I'm the king of cracking open a PBR. (laughs) Your host, Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. That is right. Welcome to the show. Another episode of Major World Order about to start. Uh, We have a pro wrestling tea store, prowrestlingtees.com slash Major World Order and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Major World Order. Now, this episode uh, should be a lot of fun, should be pretty informative, be a deep dive into a, another connection to the, the major community, uh, someone that we've been interested in having on. And then, uh, by special request from one Matt Cardona, during boozing the with the toys, said, hey, <laughs> this this needs to happen. So... We fast track it. We make it happen. We have Tugboat Guy himself. Toot, toot. Welcome to the show. Uh, Derek. Derek Shork. Is that how yeah. you say that? Yeah, that's correct. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, Derek, Tugboat us, Guy, too. whatever you uh, prefer. All right. I'm just looking at all those beautiful figures behind you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank you. I cannot yeah. wait to talk about those. Yeah, oh, I'm yes. sure we'll get into everything. So, hell oh yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm excited. So many things. So, um, yeah, I suppose we just start with those basics. What is the thing that got you into wrestling to begin with? So, I have an, an older brother who's three years older than me, and from you know the time, like some of my earliest memories really are him with his LJNs, uh, particularly the first Hulk Hogan that you know yeah. every kid in America mm-hmm. had, and uh, Big John Stud, and. Um, we were, we were both young at the time. I think I, I was like three. So he was probably, you know, he was around like six years old and he thought it was hilarious that you could chip the paint off. Oh, so he, chipped, no. oh, he chipped all the paint off of big John Studd's butt. And <laughs> thought it was, you know, like the funniest thing. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny. <laughs> So I remember that and I remember um, him having some of the 85 tops cards. Uh, Wow. Like specifically, there was one of Mr. Fuji. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the cards. We could probably get into those later too, but there's one of Mr. Fuji where his hair's out crazy and he's like drilling some guy's face into the mat. And I remember being like, I just remember that so vividly um, as a kid. And then I actually remember that before I remember watching wrestling or you know seeing wrestling but it was it was definitely right around that time where um i remember again you know my brother and his friend kind of like flipping out one day like one and i was like what the hell's going on you know so i ran into the living room and it was when paul arndorf turned on hulk hogan uh, and, and that was kind of like the first thing that i damn. remember uh you know seeing and, and like kind of watching and basically from there um wrestlemania 3 was a big jumping off point for me yeah. um you know kind of like wondering why this thing was so big and like why my grandparents were coming over to watch this like why weren't they just watching it on there at their house oh, on yeah. tv you know like i didn't understand the pay-per-view thing or anything like that but basically from there it's been you know non-stop ever since Hell yeah um you know and gotten into collecting and, and figures and cards and shirts and posters and, and you know pretty much you name it ever since then Very cool. yeah that's cool um so i mean obviously that that brings up a lot of um you know early collecting i suppose or you know having toys but you said that was a lot of like your brother's stuff uh was there a point where you started getting your own things like what was some of that you know wrestling or otherwise yeah i first started out the first you know figures that i remember action figures have always been you know like the number one toy for me um, yeah started out with superpowers kenner superpowers mm. oh wow. uh, had a, pretty much all of those and another thing and this this trait comes from my mother. My mother was like one of the OG figure hunters because <laughs> she would find everything. You know, this was, there was no internet, there was no eBay, right. there was no none of that stuff. Uh, but I always was big on having all of the different characters. Like Matt calls them yeah. the Hammerheads. Um, yeah. I was always big on having oh, yeah. like a full character line, and that definitely translated over into my, you know, current collecting. But uh, so it was superpowers, and then I was really, really big into Thundercats. Mm. Um, I was like right in that perfect spot where the cartoon was awesome. The figures were awesome. I had all the play sets, the vehicles, the whole thing. Nice. And, um, and then I kind of started playing with my brother's LJNs. He had, you know, pretty much up to that point, you know, was, was keeping the collection going and, uh, you know, we would play with those and we would play together. And we used to actually, um, for battle Royals, we would just throw a bunch of guys in the ring. And then we would each grab two posts and just bounce it up and down, shake it up and down. <laughs> hey, I know all about that. And, the, yeah. and the guys would, yeah, you know, guys would go flying out, and whoever was the last one in there was the winner. <laughs> that's legit that was, what I used to do. <laughs> that's, I mean, that was the only way playing with, you know, playing as a kid, four or five years old, whatever. That was the only way Corporal Kirshner was ever going to win a match. That was the only way Adrian Adonis was ever going to win a match. Yeah. You know, so. Oh yeah. Uh, but but inevitably, as I'm sure you probably know, Jake, then uh, the, the posts snap off. Right. right and um, it was like the third one where my mom was like, this is it. You guys better yeah. find a new way to do your battle royals. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, this is the last ring. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I took over. And then my as my brother got older, I kind of inherited the LJNs and, and finished it off right. all the way up to, you know, the, the last series. And then wow. got into Hasbro's. And I could actually tell you a story. Uh, actually, I could tell you a story about the ultimate warrior ljn and then the first time that i saw hasbro's okay um so again you know my mom was like i don't know where she had her sources or whatever but like she was she was on top of her stuff right when it came to finding (laughs) figures for us uh so i was in second grade and 
I was on like a pretty hot streak of getting straight A's, you know, like first, second yeah. grade, you know, super, super student, right? Like who, who couldn't be, <laughs> but, um, report card was coming up and she said, you know, if you get straight A's again, I'll get you the ultimate warrior figure, you know, the, the, the ultimate warrior LJN, which was like wow. at the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, today it's probably even more. <laughs> oh yeah. Forget $800. it. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. 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 But, um, my friend down the street had the same bet with his mom. Right. Okay. And we were in the same class and report cards come and he opens his up and straight A's and like rock and roll. He's getting his warrior. Right. And I opened my report card up and I got, A's, A's, A's down the line, and I got a B plus in spelling. Oh, oh no! In spelling, right? And I'm still a terrible speller to this day. God, you know, thank God you don't really need, you know, to do any of that stuff anymore. But um, <laughs> correct now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so. Uh, but a B plus, and that was the longest five minute oh. school bus ride home. Yeah, uh, you could possibly imagine. I thought, you know, my dreams of of getting the warrior were crushed. Right. Uh, so I get home all dejected and, you know, give my mom and like, who would be disappointed with all A's and B plus. Right. But right. Right. When, when the warrior was on the line, you know, Oh yeah. That was like, I might as well have failed everything. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> so as you know, I'm kind of like, you know, I get home and, and we're going through everything. Um, my friend Tommy knocks on my door and he's got his warrior figure and he wasn't coming to show it off. He knew how upset that I was. So he was Aww. coming to let me play with it, Aww. thinking oh, that cool. I wasn't going to get it. And then sure enough, as I was letting him in the house, my mom yeah. was coming down the stairs and she had the, you know, the warrior figure there. Wow. Um, so, awesome. you know, I Very guess cool. B, whatever the hell I spelled wrong to, to get a B plus, uh, she was able to look over. But um, it was so probably then, uh <laughs> it was, yeah, it was something, <laughs> yeah it was something stupid i'm sure yeah. but like onomatopoeia um, or some crazy word like that <laughs> yeah you know contractions or something sure for mom to understand <laughs> um so then you know again going into um i knew because my mom had tried to order you know smash and bad news brown and you know bushwhackers right. or whoever we knew that those were canceled and you know there was going right. to be new wrestlers coming out uh, but again, no internet, no nothing back right. then. All we had was primetime wrestling where Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan would have them on the desk. Yep. And they were microscopic, you know, on a non-HD TV also. Right. But, you know, like me and my brother just smashing our faces into the TV trying to get <laughs> yeah. as close to pos as possible to see who's yeah. coming out and everything. Um, and then the first time ever seeing those, you know, getting, getting psyched for those. Um, yeah. The first time ever seeing those, I was staying with my grandparents in Jersey City, and um, I would always kind of like stay with them for a couple days in the summer during you know school break or whatever. And they're your grandparents, so they spoil you and you know all that stuff. So we went to a Toys R Us, and um, actually two years before this, same grandparents, same Toys R Us, summertime. We walked in, and it was the first time we ever saw starting lineups. Uh, oh, I don't know wow. if you guys yeah, are. Yeah. Yep. you know starting lineup fans mm -hmm. or sports fans or whatever oh, but yeah. yep. it was the first year starting lineups came out and my grandmother without blinking an eye bought me the entire mets roster you know oh, there was like six or seven. are you a mets guy too i was back when okay. i was younger and, and okay. more focused at the baseball and i got you, know, you. We, we can okay. get into all that but at the time yeah. yeah and again you know seeing seeing cool mets starting lineups uh was huge yeah. so we walk in and there's hasbros there and like 
So that's your first time ever seeing Hasbro's in person. In yeah, person. Yeah. In other, minutes, like oh, said, oh. other than you know, like like I said, trying your to figure face out where the they're. Yeah. Exactly. Man, I, yeah. I, I still have wet dreams about going into Casey's toys <laughs> and seeing those hanging there, man. Oh God, I, I so love just the smell of the store. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole wall of Hasbro's yep, yep. and um, hell yeah. So I'm thinking like you know like Jackpot City, right? You know, yeah. and my grandmother and my grandfather are acting like like a little weird, and right. I'm like what's what's the, what's the issue here like not right. that i'm spoiled not that i'm like some like you know spoiled little brat or whatever but sure. like, you know based yeah. on you know based they're, on previous experience yeah um you know um i'm like what's going on? like they're like oh we don't know if we can get these i'm like but mm. i'm here and these are brand new wrestlers like what's the problem yeah i need them so they're like we better go call your mom so again you know this is 1990 or whatever we go find the payphone pay <laughs> in the Toys R Us, yep. and I'm I have no idea what's going on, and right. I'm like just mind blown that like what's the problem here? So my grandmother talks to my mom and explains to her that there's basically no way that um we're we're getting out of the store without me getting some Spilling of these the wrestlers, right. <laughs> you know, like like there was there was no shot, like I couldn't figure out why we we were having such yeah. a hard time with this, uh, so they my mom said all right you can get four but she made me like tell her which ones i wanted which like i thought was also really weird and i'm like, yeah. like what is going on so i'm again payphone all the way at the front of the store nowhere near the nowhere near the wall so i'm just like ah, i don't know so i ended you up can't with, look at your phone like take a picture of them <laughs> yeah, i knew they didn't have ultimate warrior already but um so i went with hulk hogan uh big boss man akeem and the million dollar man Okay. Which, like, in hindsight, I don't know why I didn't take Macho Man or Demolition or, like, whatever. Right. But, like, I was just freaked out. Didn't know what the hell yeah. was going on. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and, at, you know, lo and behold, as it turns out, my mom had already had them all and was saving the whole, them for... Whole series she had one the whole first series one oh, man. for me and was, like, saving them for Christmas or saving I, I for, felt like you know, that was the direction this yeah. was going to yeah. go. And, but, like, you know, I, I just couldn't figure out why. I was like, oh, my God, like, what is happening here? But I ended yeah. up, like I said, leaving with some Hasbros and, uh, you know, getting so all the she, rest of them later on. you already had all of them. Yeah. Um, so was this your first um, foray into... You, you have doubles of some of them keeping some mint on card right no i mean she returned the ones that oh, I got, oh, mom, you know which is which was why i had to you know spill <laughs> yeah, the right. on, on which one yeah. i was getting okay my uh, um my mom used to say she used to um whenever that situation happened she used to Andrew, tell me she'd be like you're in trouble no what why would i be in trouble <laughs> no she being a little shithead that's why she, i was a little shithead she would carry See? me out of kb you toys are. crying when i couldn't get a toy i'd be, oh, I'd yeah. be hitting my mom you he know, was like, 27 <laughs> with <laughs> um my mom used to say you know oh san i think santa might have already gotten those for you like that's what she used to say to me to, yeah to explain my, it yeah. my mom's like i figured it out all these years later my mom's gimmick was that she was saying she was getting them for uh, like her best friends, she was picking them yeah. up for her best friends, like nephews and yes. nieces or whatever. And you know, obviously later on, you kind of figure stuff out. But right. um, sure. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's you know. So and then I was into also into like sports cards and stuff, and like I said, starting lineups. And yeah. then towards the end of Hasbro is where I kind of got out of the. I didn't really collect Hasbro's all the way to the end in the beginning. And uh, I focused more on cards and starting lineups and stuff like that. And then when my younger brother 
um, was coming up, you know, coming up in age or whatever, he uh, caught on to the bone crunchers right from the beginning. Yeah. So they were, you know, they were back in and like, these were super cool and they were articulated and, right. you know, um, so I went from like the, you know, having the early Hasbros and the Galoobs to, you know, getting into bone crunchers. And that's where I started, you know, the, the mint on card thing and, and kind of really going down like more of the collector path than the, the player right. path. Hmm. Very nice. cool. Um, well, I, I wanted to ask real yep. quick, um, who were uh, some of your favorite wrestlers growing up as a kid? And did you have the Superpowers Hall of Justice playset when you were a kid? With the yes, I, I did have the, the Hall of Justice. Yeah, yes. yellow, you know, the yellow like box. It's it's so uh, elementary now compared to yeah. you know some of the things. Yeah, but I, I did have the Hall of Justice. Um, and then growing up, my first favorite wrestler was uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and that was based on and it's like it's cliche to say WrestleMania three and you know Savage Steamboat or whatever. Right. And sure. it, it wasn't necessarily so much the match, but if you ever watched uh, WrestleMania, like the the whole show from, I, I don't know if it's on like the network version or the the DVDs or whatever, but yeah. the video packages that they played before hmm. uh, each match, when they showed Ricky Steamboat get hit with the bell, and he was just like the way he was, you know, I, I hate using words like you know selling or whatever because yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. leave that for him, but the way right. he was reacting to getting hit with, and he was like bouncing up and down on the stretcher like grabbing his throat yeah and, and and then the way he was like you know trying that video package really is what made me a fan right. of his the way he was like you, you could tell the way he was trying to get the macho man like he wanted to kill him right mm. and and uh you know so like i said it was the video package really that got me like super hyped and i was like that's yeah. that's my my cool guy and then i also um really liked strike force yeah. Uh, again, yeah. you know, being being like five years very old cool. or whatever, very very big on Strike Force uh, and Tito and um and uh, Rick Martel. Martel. Rick yeah. Martel. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, Strike Force. Um, again, you know, walking. I don't I don't know exactly when, but you know, with my grandmother again, walking down the street. Um, there was a there was a street called Central Avenue right by her house, and it was just like lined with shops and you know yeah. supermarkets and stuff, and um. There was lots of like little independent toy stores and walking down the street with her one day and catching in the window the Rick Martel LJN. And I liked oh. Rick Martel better than Tito Santana. Right. And I already had the, you know, like the original Tito with the with the blue tights. Yeah. And uh seeing that Rick Martel and just like again losing my mind, like, right. oh my God. So naturally we went in there and uh we got it. And then we got back to her house and my older brother was there, showed him what was going on. Yeah. My grandmother immediately took him back to the store and came back, and he had uh, Bam Bam. Damn. So, nice. yeah, it was. Uh, Man, your grandma sounds way cooler than mine. Mine, uh, would only, <laughs> mine would only get me like Arby's five for five roast beef sandwiches, like once a month when the, when the coupon came out. That sounds <laughs> awesome, though. Yeah, no, that's, you can't go, you can't go wrong with Arby's five for yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, grandma, grandma Rosie was the best. And, um, awesome. you know, everybody, you know, my, my grandfather also, uh, they, you know, they, they took really, really good care of us in, in a lot of ways, you know, yeah, throughout our sure. life. But, now she sounds way cooler than both grandma Boski and grandma Hussey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, what, uh, you know, since this is what the group is all about, um, you know, in the major community, what was like your first introduction into Matt and Brian? You were, were you um, a fan of them, at, like, you know, when they first came in as the major brothers or edgeheads or any of that? What was your first, you know, kind of deal 
as a fan. I remember them popping up on ECW as the Major Brothers, and I always uh, watching wrestling. You know, again for thirty years, thirty plus years or whatever. Even now, I still love when like new guys pop up because I like to you know just see the the change and you know so saw these guys pop up and you know they looked pretty cool and uh, just was like I said you know kind of following them from there and then I was a huge Edge fan. Uh, still, I am a huge Edge fan. But yeah. He's you know, one of my all-time favorites. So when they popped up with him, um, I loved the way they debuted. I thought that was like a brilliant, you know, yeah. way to you know get Edge the belt and you know set him up as like this real scumbag and, and you know have these two you know these two guys you know kind of riding alongside of him. Um, so being such a huge Edge fan made me a fan of theirs, you know, by association. And then even after they broke up from Edge and you know split. Uh, there still, you know, was always rooting for them again, you know, just by association. If they were yeah. good with Edge, they were good with me, right? So, yeah. um, took it from there, and then you know, uh, was into Zach doing you know, Z true Long Island story. I watched that a little bit, you know, not uh, you know, religiously, but again, just kind of rooting for them along the way. And, mm -hmm. um, up until like we, me and my friend that uh, I go to WrestleMania with just about every year, my friend from London, Carrie, uh, we were in Dallas and joke, like almost jokingly, you know, saying like, Oh, we want Ryder to win. Cause you know, like yeah. edge connection and like whatever, but not thinking anything of it. No and, way he's going to win. No. Right. And then we, we actually had seats that were, you know, we were on the side that you could see with the hard camera, but we were kind of like just out of the view of, of where the, the screen is. Same. Uh, so we saw him going up the back of the ladder and we were like, no way, rider, rider, rider. And we were like, jumped <laughs> out of our seats. When, yeah. When oh, hell yeah. Uh, and, and then again, um, you know, this was after the pot had started, but we were at WrestleMania again, you know, in Jersey over here yeah. uh, when they won the tag belts and, you know, that was super awesome. cool. Uh, so yeah. And as you kind of pick up on things and you, you start to realize like these guys are collectors and these guys are like super fans and, Oh, yeah. Hey, we're kind of like, I'm, I'm a few years older than them. I think, uh, but you know, we're kind of like same age, you know, we were in, obviously into the same stuff, whether it was like the bed sheets or the posters or like the foam stuff. Uh, you know, so always, you know, once, once you made that correlation that like, Hey, these guys are kind of like us only they're living, they're like really living it and being super successful at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just kind of always pulling for them that way. And then once the pod came out, uh, I was a day one listener oh, yeah. to the pod and then, um, it kind of kicked off, you know, the, the whole tugboat guy thing kind of kicked <laughs> off very, very early yeah. on into yeah. the pod. Well, and, and so that's, you know, that's where I, man, I, I think, you know, your whole story growing up into all of that was actually a, a really fun story. Yeah, but very, the, very I, cool. I, I think a lot of people like that, but I, I think love this it. is, I think this is the part where, where, you know, we get to know like tugboat guy. Like, <laughs> right. How did he become yes. like this? this personality within the, you know, um, you know, the, the group, the, you know, the, 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 you know, whatever it is I'm trying to say, where did tugboat <laughs> guy come from? Yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you, a, <laughs> I'll give you kind of like the cliff notes up to, up to then. But, uh, yeah. like I said, kind of got into serious collecting around the, the bone crunchers. Like the first stone cold was, you know, the, the big one to start chasing after. Mm. Right. And, um, after, I mean, after I got out of college and after I started my real job and um, was kind of like in that weird transition phase where you're getting out of school, but still maybe don't really feel like an adult and, you know, like whatever, um, I had 
I was making pretty decent money, but I was still living at home. So my bills were, you know, negligible. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I had like vacation time for the first time ever and stuff like yeah. that. So, uh, I got a little bit more into collecting seriously around that time. Um, going just beyond because up to that point I was getting, you know, the guys that I like or, you know, right. guys that looked cool or whatever, but I, w yeah. I didn't really have any set thing going on. Um, yeah. yeah, right. So one day while I was sitting at work, I was looking at a checklist of all of the Jacks guys. Cause this was still during the Jacks, you know, when Jacks had the license yeah. and I was looking at it and I realized that I had at least one of a good majority of the guys that they had made. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is, you know, let me catch up and like knock out these last guys. Cause I was, and not to disparage anybody or whatever, but I'm talking like, like guys like the Basham brothers, guys like, um, okay. you know, some of the, the lesser, no, the you know, card talent. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the undercard <laughs> talent, you know, it was guys like that, that I needed to kind of fill out what, sure. what I needed to do. So I caught up on that pretty quickly and got, um, got caught up and I was collecting classic superstars from the beginning as soon as i saw classic superstars yeah. i was like i'm into this from right series one like mind blown again by like a it modern was retro day. before retro was cool yeah it was it really was <laughs> the first thing I mean, that kind of got it all it yeah. really was the first thing that kind of got it all started oh um, yeah definitely you know the whole kind of wave of nostalgia and even into like yes. the hall of fame and stuff like that you know yeah. really i think classic superstars had a lot to do with that so agreed um yeah. it's a good point never really thought about that when I started collecting those, I was like, I'm definitely, you know, getting this whole series. And, and over time, I didn't get every single repaint. I do, I, I do have complete series one through twenty eight of the single wow. cards. Uh, but as far as the multi packs and the exclusives, Ooh, and the exclusives and everything, I have yeah. every one that has an original character in it. Okay. So I don't necessarily have some of the two packs that have two guys that have you know several same, other yeah. figures, but every original character. And then I was kind of doing the same thing with the regular Jacks line. By that point, I had caught up and was just getting one of everybody. And then once I caught up, I said, like, all right, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I was also, at this point, only mint on card, which by the looks of it behind me, you could tell that changed. But yeah, um, you run out was, of room. Real I, didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know what to do with a loose figure. Like, you gave me a loose <laughs> figure, and I was like, well, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, what do I do with this? Right. Um, but then i decided i was going to get i was going to start getting hasbros and um, i actually still had a few from my childhood and i kept Very them cool. in pretty good shape and, and everything so i wanted to get those and um i was i said i was going to get those loose and i was like okay with having those loose because they weren't full right. you know, like whatever i rationalized yeah. it in my head and um I, that didn't take as long as I thought it would. I found two big lots on eBay, and I was done with that. And wow, yeah. And these were I'm still I working mean, on my Hasbro. This, yeah. this was I mean, <laughs> me too. This was probably like 2005, 2006. So yeah. I got the whole set for probably what you you couldn't even get three or four, you know, carded figures for now. You know, yeah. damn, um, it's been insane. But uh, so I caught up on that, and then I told myself I wasn't going to do LJNs because they were too hard to find in good shape. And then I found somebody who offered me the whole set in one shot and they were all in great, <laughs> like, like beautiful, perfect shape. Uh, so I, you know, scratched that and I just kind of started going down the list. Uh, I wanted to get the Galoobs because I had the Galoobs, you know, when I was a kid mm. and um, I, I got the Galoobs, I got all the UK you, guys. Okay. You got the UK. So yeah. 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 I, I, that's, the, that's the thing. Like I said before, you know, like 
I don't necessarily need to have every figure, but right. I need to have like every character. It's just in right. my head, you know, so right. which kind of is like a dilemma that I'm having now because where does it stop? But, um, <laughs> so I went through, you know, Galoobs and I went, to, but anyway, I'm sorry. We're trying to get to the point no, where oh, you're good. Hey, this, uh, totally fine. This I is, love it. This so is about you. Yeah, yeah, this I is awesome. Up, I'm, I'm digging it. I picked up a couple of, you know, pretty high end pieces over, over the years. And one of them was, the tugboat two up the hasbro two up for tugboat yeah. and uh where, where it was, did you pick this up at if you can disclose yeah of course okay. um i saw it online you know there was on the on the wrestling figs message board yeah. uh is where it was you know put out publicly for the first time but it was put out there by somebody who i had dealt with several times in the past and had gotten several you know key pieces from in the past so okay. cool i had no you know Everybody was saying it was fake and it was, you know, this and that. And this, yeah. like, who's going to go through all this trouble to fake a tugboat <laughs> two up, you know, right. just to like, you yeah, know, take a two up, do a Hogan or something like, that's, gonna, yeah, you know, right. And, that's and like, popular. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's boss man's legs and it's this. And it's just like, <laughs> come on. Like, it, the whole, it, everybody was being so negative about it, like right. negative, negative. But if you took a close look at it, it matched. Because at that point, the drawing of Tugboat had already been discovered. Right, it, yeah. It matched perfectly. Everybody yeah. who said it was boss man legs, it was not boss man legs. It had a, the ro the belt was like clearly made to look like rope. That right. You know, tie, yeah. Like, <laughs> so whatever, it, all that negativity made it easier for me to get, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I had valued it. Yeah, I mean the guy. The guy got in contact with me. It was up on eBay. It was up on eBay originally for some like astronomical crazy price that I definitely didn't pay anywhere close to for it. But um, today's pricing <laughs> it, it kind of was actually. Yeah, it, would yeah. have been, it would have probably been what what you'd put on it today. Yeah. But um, yeah. so I got it. And again, like the thing to me that was so cool about it was that it was an unreleased character, right? Right, mm. right. Uh, and it was the only like the drawings one thing, but this was actually physical proof that there was going to be. And that's crazy to me that it got that far to for them to make a two up and it never came out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, they put the effort in for it. Yeah. Right, right. Because when it's a two up, I would imagine even back then it was probably just a matter of a few weeks before it's in production. You know, and I mean, the other thing is too. You would think, oh, how easy would it be to switch it over to uh, Typhoon? But the right. face is different. It's it's yeah. slightly the hat, different. The hat's molded the head is on. Different. The hat's yeah. molded on, but like and even then, you know yeah. the express, it's it's not exactly the same. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of weird that it went like so long into right. into production. So um, I had gotten it, you know, a couple of weeks or maybe a month or two after yeah. it was kind of first discovered and and put out there in public and. Um, I at the time and for years, pretty much up until the podcast, I never really showed any of my stuff off. I have like you might have known I have absolutely no social media. I have a Twitter, yeah. but that's only because of the podcast and you know, stuff yeah. that happened has happened afterwards. Yeah. Um just kinda, you know, I, I, I am in front of a computer all day for work. I'm in front of screens all the time. So it's just kinda like, you know, yeah, uh, you need a break from it. You can't yeah. you don't it's already bad enough when you're that's your job and you're like Stuff yeah, in it, exactly. Yeah, sure. And and my wife is actually super into it. She's into it enough for both of us. I got so, uh, I still find out everything that's going on, and I still yeah. get, but I stay out of trouble uh, myself. Right. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah. So I wasn't showing it because again, everything that I was seeing was like so negative. Like people would right. put stuff out, cool stuff, and people would just shit on it and like right. just undermine it. And like, why? Like, yeah, everybody's collections. What it you know what it is. You know right. what they want it to be, and right. you know. 
but like I said, this thing in particular, see, everybody was coming up with all, they were posting links to explanations on how it was, how to fake make it and how to <laughs> double the size of, of plastic and all this wow. shit. Oh my God. Like, all right, cool, whatever. So I, I'll happily, you know, have this. And again, you know, like I said, I had no, no hesitations that, that it was sure. real. Yeah. Um, so I had it on my shelf for like years and years and years. And then, yeah. um, right as the podcast kicked off maybe right. maybe right around episode one mm -hmm. uh, a good friend of mine came over uh we were going to i think it was one of the nxt brooklyn shows okay and um he came over to see my collection for the first time a, a yeah. friend of mine from work so he hadn't ever seen my oh, cool. collection uh so he came over and he was you know i'm not trying to whatever Pat myself but, on the back. I, mean, <laughs> um, I just to give you kind of some scope. I, I I intended to have my figure room in my basement when I okay. first bought my house, yeah. but it wasn't going to work out. Uh, so I ended up converting about seventy five percent of my garage, uh, two car garage. Oh, okay. Into well, a, so for those that have have seen your couple appearances on booze and like you you have stuff on your ceilings yeah i have stuff on my ceilings um actually right above me i have oh that's cool i have my autographed belt uh oh, up, on, man. up on the ceiling there and then uh, i do have some other stuff on the ceiling around yeah. Yeah. like flat stuff um but uh Very so cool. my friend you know took took some pictures and and you know he said you know can i take some pictures i said yeah do it out you know whatever but um like i said i was just kind of you know quiet private by nature so yeah, yeah sure. whatever yeah, yeah. uh but then when the podcast came out right at the beginning they had put like a something out on twitter and again i had no idea what social media what whatever the hell was going on <laughs> right uh but they put something out saying like send us your pictures i guess yeah so my buddy said hey you have to let me send them some of your pictures like they need right. to see this this kind of stuff so um i said yeah go ahead you know do, do whatever i said if you want to get their attention i said i bet you if you put up a picture that has the tugboat in there <laughs> you'll you'll get if they're paying close attention like you'll get their sure. attention for sure <laughs> so um so i'm at the gym one day this was like a sunday afternoon and i'm at the gym and he says hey i'm he texts me he says hey i'm gonna put the pictures up i said yeah go ahead no problem i'm on the uh stairmaster and he starts calling me and like <laughs> we text a lot and we you know we work together so we see each other but like he's not the He's not the kind that's like gonna call me, right? So I'm like, oh, what the hell? Right. But I'm also like pumping on the stairmaster, so I'm not trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then he's texting me, and I'm I'm reading the text as I'm as I'm still, you know, trying to right. not fall off the stairmaster, and he's <laughs> texting me saying like they're they're asking me all these questions, they're they're DMing me like what? Right. Like, I don't know what I'm Freaking talking out. about. Like what? Like what do you want me to say? So I I, I got off and I called him and I I was like. I said, you tell them this, this, and this, I, you know, some specifics about it and, um, you know, tell them it's real, tell them, you know, like whatever. And, uh, I said, and if they want to talk about it, like, I don't know, give them my phone number. Cause I don't yeah. have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have no nothing. Right. Right. So, um, so I guess, you know, he, he DM, uh, back my, my phone number and I got home <laughs> from the gym, took a shower. I come down from the shower. I check my phone and I have a text from, a number that's not in my phone so i look at it and it says hey derek this is matt cardona uh slash zach Ryder. i hear you have wow. a two up and i was like holy shit 
Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. I I saw you in yeah. Dallas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and, and yeah. that's like that's crazy. You know, for you know, they're they're collectors and they're you know like they're super you know but like the bottom line is like they're super successful professional wrestlers, right? Sure. Like, yes. Of course. How many other times in my life am I going to get a text message from an Intercontinental Champion? You know, nope. like Brian talks right. about on the pod, like you know, he says like, "Oh, if you wanted to tell the Bushwhackers they sucked, you had to go to like extreme length." Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the same thing. Like, you know, I, I never got, I never got a text message from Mister Perfect, right? I never got like a random phone call from Axe and Smash, right? You know, right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, so we started going back and forth with that. And we came to an agreement on it pretty quickly. He had already found the uh, the miniature, not the miniature, but the regular size oh, yeah. version. Um, so once he had found that, and once he, I, you know, I saw that he had was amassing this ridiculous Hasbro collection, all this, you know, prototype stuff. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking to sell it, right. but I knew right. it was going to a good home, and I knew it was yeah. going to somebody who wasn't going to turn around and then try to sell it for double oh, what yeah. we were going to, you know, agree on it for. Uh, so. I said, yeah, like whatever, you know, I sent it and, um, he, we started texting throughout the day and he asked me about some other stuff that I had and we went back and forth and I just thought like, that was a hell of a day. Like I was sitting on the floor <laughs> playing with my daughter, playing Peppa Pig and I'm texting, uh, you know, texting just back and forth with Zack Ryder about wrestling figures. Like what the hell? Like <laughs> that's crazy. Pretty awesome day. So I kind of like oh, yeah. forgot about it. Right. Not forgot about it, but just let it go. Yeah, sure. And then the next week on the pod, they he's talking about it, and um, he said like, "Oh, I'll will give you a shout out on the podcast and whatever." So I'm like, "All right, this is cool." I'm listening to the podcast while I'm driving to work, and I just pull into work, and he just he just starts talking about the tugboat figure as I'm like parking in my spot. So You're I'm like, sitting ah. there, I'm sitting there like waiting. I'm like, wait, wait, yeah, wait, I'm gonna wait, be late wait, for wait. work. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they could they could start without me. Um, and he goes, so I want to, you know, I want to thank, uh, you know, the guy who, who right. gave this to me and, you know, he's, he's not really, you know, a, a public kind of collector or whatever he goes, but, um, he told me I could say his name. So he goes, I want to thank Kevin from New Jersey. <laughs> and it was just like, Oh, that's right. I remember womp, that. Womp, womp. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I remember like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> so also that's so Matt Cardona. Yeah, right. Yes. That's, what, that's what we find out later. So um, I'm thinking like, because I thought it was kind of crazy that he just gave me his phone number and his right. home address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not his, not like the P.O. box, but like his home. Right. Because wrestling fans are crazy, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I could be anybody, yeah. you know, anybody could yeah. be anybody. Um, I literally had to move to Florida just to get away from my crazy fans. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife thought it was crazy that like yeah. he was just casually texting me. You're like, right. So, um, um, I didn't want to be like a pest, right? I didn't want to be right. like the right. guy who like, okay, you texted me one time. Now we're best friends, you know, like, right. That's not, right. I don't want to. So I, I was thinking, I, like, I just like, July. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, I'm thinking like, should I text them? Should I not? Should I just let it go or whatever? And then I was like, no, you know what? Fuck it. Like I have his phone number. Yeah. And, uh, I just said, hey, man, like, appreciate hearing about Tugboat. It was really, like, you know, happy to hear. I go, but my oh, name's my not name's Kevin. Here. My name's not yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and he was like, oh, he responded right back, which I think is yeah. amazing, like, how yeah. interactive they are, you know, like, yeah. how responsive it's they crazy. are with yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. He said, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, like I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll correct it next week and <laughs> yeah. whatever. So then the next week he's telling Brian the story and um, – 
when he says like, oh, like, you know, my name was wrong. Brian starts busting out laughing and says like, oh, that's, and then Matt says, well, he goes, well, he, Brian says like, how the hell did you mix up his name? Like there's, the names aren't even close. And he goes, well, I have him in my phone as tugboat guy. And then um, that was kind of like where it started. And then the next time, uh, like I, I said, like, oh, thanks for correcting it. Like whatever. And then right. uh, again, thinking like, whatever, this is cool. I talked to this guy and, and, and yeah. it's over and it's over. Yeah. And then just kind of like every once in a while, like I would get it, like he would text me. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. You know, like, and <laughs> again, not wanting to be like a pain in the ass, not wanting right. to, you know, be a pest or whatever. I would always, if I was going to text him, I'd always make sure it was something like super relevant to what right. they had right, talked right, about right, on the yeah, podcast. Right, yeah. like I had yeah, some information about something or if he said he was looking for something and I had it. So yeah, um, he said he was looking for some like garbage Titan Trons. Okay. Um, that I <laughs> had, yeah, like I had sitting, yeah. you know, like the, the, right. the non-real scan ones, the real bad ones. Okay. So <laughs> I said, like, hey, I'll send them, you know, to you or whatever. Yeah. And um, he, when he talked about those on the podcast, he said, oh, excuse me. He goes, uh, oh, my good friend, the tugboat guy. <laughs> and then from there, kind of just like, that's how I was known. And then um, eventually I met, I met them at the first toy drive, which was... Uh, you know, a couple months after the pod started and um, I walked over, I went in there and Brian was like running around doing, doing a bunch of stuff. And Matt was at the table. So I walked over there and I, I shook his hand and I said, Hey, I'm Derek. And he gave me this look <laughs> like, 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 why, like, why is that? Like, why, why is that relevant? Said, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm tugboat guy. And he was like, Oh, tugboat guy. Like you could see it's in the, yeah. the blog that they did like yeah he's like you know it was really it was it was awesome like i said you know and then i started you know i got to talking to him and brian and and mark and um yeah. you know just it, everything kind of progressed from there uh right. been to a bunch of the live shows and uh every time they've been around you know for a signing or whatever i try to make it out and um yeah. it's just been it's been pretty cool from there i've, I've had a couple of other uh purchases you know interaction sales or whatever with matt Sure. Over over the last couple of years, we could talk about you know whatever, but um, yeah, that's kind of the origin story of yeah. Again, that's that's just a great story, you know. Especially like you know, it doesn't sound like you're like some private collector seller guy. I mean, maybe you are a little bit, but like it it seems like it all starts from that genuine point of fan yeah no definitely and having a love for wrestling just in general and then yeah, uh, and, and then on separately a uh, love of you know wrestling action figures you know i mean it's just so fucking cool man i, I love it so thank you so yeah i definitely wanted to to see like you know so you had that very rare you know tugboat um is there anything else like that that you um you know came across or collected or whatever yeah, I have a couple of um, a couple of cooler uh, pieces. Uh, cooler, I sold, cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I sold. Um, I sold Matt a pair of AWA rockers, uh, all original, complete men oh. loose that he had mentioned he was looking for. <laughs> You're crushing Billy's heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I have the AWA line again. You know, I have one of everybody right, in in the right, line. Right. And I actually have the Rockers uh, mint on card, and I had a loose. Oh, baby. So I was when he said he was looking for the Rockers, it was it was easy to you know kind of yeah. come to a deal with them on those. And then um, probably our actually our biggest deal was for the LJN unreleased prototype Bendies. 
There was a oh. uh, Tito Santana, Terry Funk, Don Morocco, and uh, Bruno San Martino Bendy's that I Damn. had acquired. Uh, which, as far as I know, they're either like a one of one or a one of two. Wow. Uh, but they were all in really good condition. And um, Matt had known I had those from our original conversation. And then yeah. one day again, I was at like the field day. I was at my daughter's like field day at school. And I just got a text message like, hey, let's talk about those bendies. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's talk about those bendies. And, and <laughs> again, like not, I'm not like to, to get back to one of the things you were saying, I'm not necessarily like a seller or a flipper or a, you know, right, whatever. Right. Um, again, it's kind of like it's it's more along the lines of I know that these things are going to go to serious collector and a good home yeah, and they're going right. to be appreciated for what they are and yeah i know that he's not going to turn around and try to sell them and if he does like whatever that's cool if he decides he wants right. to sell them today that's fine yeah, but, but that's like, not I, the per- he's not the kind of guy who's just going to take advantage of you and then make money off exactly, of, you know, something. Yeah, exactly. Right, like like real quick um i i was um i was vending i was trying to unload some like extra stuff that i had at one of the legends of the ring conventions one time sure yeah. and uh, i had the hogan three pack of where it's it's like the jacks i think it's like r3 or whatever oh, it's yeah, the, yeah yeah the oh. 80s the hollywood and then the, yeah. the tie-dye hogan yeah, oh, that's yeah. And yeah that's cool this guy gave me this like whole sob story about why he could only give me like I, don't, I can't remember what I was asking for, but he can only give me like $20 less and this whole sob story. And he was like, uh-huh. and eventually I like, got to the point where I was like, yeah, all right, fine. Literally the next Saturday I went to a convention that was like, a, it was mostly football, but they had, but Hulk Hogan and ultimate warrior were there. Um, wow. I went there to meet Joe Montana, but, uh, I see this guy sitting there vending at a table and what's on the table <sighs> is the Hogan three pack at like triple what he bought it for. Oh because Hogan's my God. Gonna be at this convention. Yeah. So <laughs> did you get I, him an earful? No, I kind of like, I, uh, I didn't want to get, I had a goal. I needed to meet Joe Montana. Yeah, I needed to I meet Hulk Hogan Damn. and, and, uh, you know, but so I, I, I don't really look to sell for like money. Like, you, right. can, you know, even the stuff that I've sold to Matt and recently, like with Brian, I sold him a, the Bret Hart Hasbro. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I think they they would both tell you that I'm very, you know, a very fair oh, yeah. pricer and a very fair negotiator. Um, yeah. And again, it's the same thing. It's like with, with Brian and the Bret Hart, I know that he wants that figure for a designated purpose. I know it's going to mean something to him to be in his collection when he gets it signed. Right. And like, you know, he's not going to just turn around and try to make a hundred dollars on it. Right. Uh, so that's, I feel comfortable selling things in a situation like sure. that. Right. For sure. You have me itchy for Joe Montana stuff now. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Joe Montana is actually, Joe Montana is my favorite, uh, you know, like Chiefs or 49ers. Athlete. 49ers. Both actually, okay. uh, grandma, going back to grandma, grandma was the only one in the family who wasn't Gra- a giant Grandma fan. Tugboat. Yeah. Grandma Tugboat. Um, she was the only one who wasn't a Giants fan. She was, a 49ers fan and a Joe Montana fan so I kind of mm-hmm. uh, stole that from her and then when he got traded to the Chiefs I became a Chiefs fan and uh, that was a bitter pill up until like two years ago uh, I remained the Chiefs fan after he retired even though he only played like two seasons with them and sure. uh, yeah. that was a that was a long enduring journey up until like I said you know two or three years ago yeah, yeah. but um, my goal was to get a picture of Hulk Hogan and Joe Montana together sign and get oh, it signed. That would have been cool. That would Which been I didn't do awesome. at that show, but I did eventually. I did. Uh, I did accomplish that. I found a picture oh. of them online together, like posing together. Oh no! And, shit. Uh, oh, wow. I found yeah. I found another sh- convention where they were both going to be there over the weekend. Very and then, cool. Like, very cool. Was able to get that done. Damn. Yeah, that's that's really neat. That's sick. So 
you know, I mean, you said you, you brought up conventions, um, you know, some of this stuff, like you said that you don't, you don't really do social media. Like, I know you said like back in the day you were doing message boards and stuff, but like, if you don't really do much social media, like how are you coming across some of this stuff? Um, I mean, I would look, like I said, I would kind of like look around and, and not, you know, lurk or whatever the hell you want to call it. But, sure. um, <laughs> I, you know, I would see things on the internet and whatever. Um, and like I said, uh, once I, I, you know, buying things through eBay and then people kind of like hit you up on the side and, you know, stuff mm. like that. Uh, like the one thing that I bought was, um, I was really looking for the hockey table, the WWF hockey table. Yeah. And, yeah. So I found that and I got into a little bit of a bidding war for that. I might've paid a little bit too much for it, but I really wanted it. It was brand new. It was in the box. Like everything was, you know, I knew, I knew it was complete. Uh, and then the person who I bought that from ended up, like I said, you know, reaching out to me on the side and, and that's where I got a lot of, uh, really, like I said, some of the more high end stuff that I have, uh, including the one of five ultimate warrior, the Jack's, uh, USA Ultimate Warrior that Matt has been interested in uh, at different <laughs> times over the years. Yeah, what a figure! <laughs> yeah, I actually brought that to. Um, I don't know if any of you guys were at live too. No, but uh, I was. I was. I had a very very minor role in live too um, because we were Matt. Um, like I said, when he went on his kick where he reacquired all the classic superstars, it's basically the only one that he doesn't have, right? So he knew that I had it a couple times, you know, reached out, you know, testing the waters. And again, I'm not necessarily looking to sell it. It's probably, it's definitely the coolest figure that I have. Mm. Um, but uh, if he comes up with the right price, you know, like everybody's got a price, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was, he had told me that he wanted to buy it at live too, because Jeremy Padauer was going to be one of the guests. Mm. And we actually spoke on the phone about it for a while and um, just couldn't really couldn't really come to a, a price. And and he was cool with it. He was totally cool. He wasn't trying to be a dick or like be a bully sure. or like anything like that. He was super cool about it, which, again, is just another reason why, you know, these guys are, are having the success that they are because they they really are, you know, genuine with that kind of stuff. And um, oh, yeah. and a couple days, it was, I think it was like a day or two before live too he reached out and said, Hey, like if we're, if you're not going to sell it, like, would you, would you think about bringing it to the show so we can kind of like do something with it? And I, I was like, ah, it's like literally one of the rarest figures in the, on the planet <laughs> and you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, I said, all right, but your security guy is going to have to walk me to my car afterwards. And he was like, yeah, all right, no problem. Uh, so was I said, it, like, was it Raleigh Allen? It I, That's who I had in mind. Um, <laughs> my boy Raleigh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I said, like, what do you have in mind? And he said, uh, we're going to have Jeremy Padauer and we're going to talk about, you know, my classic collection. And, um, you know, I'm going to say, hey, like, you know, I'm only missing this one. It would be great if anybody had. And then, you know, so they're they're in the ring. Uh, Live 2 was at Creative Pro. That's right. Yeah. And um, which is like it, uh, by GPS, it's like an hour and a half away from me. But in reality, it's like three hours. Uh, so shooting over there from the airport because that was wrestlemania weekend right. i picked up my friend from london at the airport and we shot right over to long island i'm from like central jersey so okay uh stopped at newark airport shot over to long island got there just as they were letting people in so it wasn't yeah, a big deal cool. but uh so the guys were in the ring with jeremy and uh matt says like oh you know it would be awesome so i just popped up out of my seat and i was just was like hey guys 
and they were like, oh, well, like, what, what are you doing or whatever? I was like, oh, I, you know, I might be able to help you out. Yeah. And I took out the, the warrior and then walked up towards the ring and did a little back and forth. And then Chelsea, right as, you know, Matt was going to tell me he wanted to buy it or whatever, Chelsea came out and uh started yelling about him spending the money and and uh, i just kind of slinked off back to my seat and that was it (laughs) very cool but yeah that was that was a pretty awesome awesome moment to to be a part of that show hell yeah so real quick i got a quick question for you i've been looking at your toys in the background and everything you got there (laughs) but i did notice something else i want to talk to you about your shirt you're wearing is that a kona crush shirt yes it is (laughs) where did you get that i love it um <laughs> probably on uh barbershop barbershop window back okay, in the day, okay. or like early okay. maybe very early pro wrestling yeah piece. that thing is badass uh, man i love it yeah crush is actually one of my guys like oh me you know, too again, man. like i was um i was demolition crush for halloween in third grade okay. very cool. and i painted my face up like crush and my right. neighbor around the block uh, made me the leather vest and the gloves and like hot glued oh, cool. a thousand little like you know silver pellets <laughs> rivets yeah yeah it was my, still my favorite halloween costume ever <laughs> that's sick um so from what i can see in the background it looks like you got some ljns behind you there i see and i then... think rumblers wow you got a good eye yeah those are so <laughs> so tiny. Damn it. But, um... i need to blo- i'm not on full screen hold on <laughs> i can't see I just figured out full screen right before we got on here. So, right. yeah, this is part of this is basically like my loose uh, wall over here. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. These are LJNs, yep. go, you know, in set order or how, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. then over here are the Hasbros going down. The Rumblers are actually like right over my shoulder with those yep. uh, Playmates grudge match guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a, a Vladimir Kozlov unreleased Rumbler. Oh wow! Because uh, again, you know, I try to get one of everybody, and I saw oh, yeah. him, saw him floating around. I, so very cool. Um, yeah, that's that's my loose <sighs> figures. What, uh, then, what are those? Are they heads? <laughs> yeah, the, the the squirt heads from like ninety one. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, let me ask you, what would what would you say is your most favorite out of your whole collection? Your most favorite thing that you have? Um. Actually, I'll give you guys the the scoop because I don't even know if if I ever told Matt or whatever. Um, you have a two actually... of giant Gonzalez. <laughs> no, no, I don't have uh, I don't have the two up giant Gonzalez. That would that Dude, would be actually but... that would be like a four up though, wouldn't it? Because it probably so would be, yeah. <laughs> That'd be huge. Yeah. And actually, right, uh, if you guys will in, just give me just a second, I'll go grab it real quick. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just plug our merch right now. So visit <laughs> prowrestlingtees.com slash major world order and get your the big Jake Boski shirt because you need it if you're a fan of Giant Gonzalez. Hussey, what kind of shirt do you have this week? I got the many faces of Husvar's shirt. And Whether how many faces are on that shirt? Sixteen. About oh my as goodness. many uh what what how many championships does Cena have? Fifteen, right? So almost, almost no, more 16. than Cena. Sixteen. No, no, so 16. as many he's as tied, Cena. He's tied with Flair. That's right. So as many as Cena and, and then Flair. Billy Walter Peck has his shirt too. <laughs> Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash major world's order. Okay, talk about guys. He's back. back. <laughs> and he's back. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, no, plug away, guys. Plug away. Pro oh, wrestling tees. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. This is, like I said, uh, my, my coolest figure is definitely the the one of five warrior. I don't think like, you know, yeah, there's yeah. not a lot that's going to that's going to top that. No, but um, this is 
Oh, and, I know exactly oh, what that is. This is a now, that looks like old. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, okay. what, what, you said you know exactly what it is. Okay, well, the reason I know what it is, well, it's too hard for me to reach, but uh, it is Hulk Hogan's like world championship, like heavyweight championship belt that when he uh, fought Andre, that was like the belt the, before the Winged Eagle. Yeah, uh, this is the the belt prior to the Winged Eagle, right. and um, you're actually correct because this was Hulk Hogan's. Uh, this is His not a replica. Re- oh my god! This is uh, the real deal. Oh, I think Tugboat Guy is the million dollar the man ultimate in real collector. life. <laughs> this guy has so much shit; it's like ridiculous. So um, wait, th- so this was Hogan's real belt? Let's let me put it to you like this, right? I found an ebay listing okay uh one day and it just said wwf belt that was okay. literally what it was all it said <laughs> and okay. it had a picture of the belt like like stretched out all the way yeah. right right so it's tiny picture sure. but i saw like i knew by the design which belt it was but the right. thing was again this was probably like 2005 2006 they were not making replica versions of this belt at the time right Right, right, right. So, like, I was like, all right, what? This is something interesting, right? So, <laughs> I click on the, you know, the, the listing and I'm looking at the pictures. And um, the description basically says, my grandfather used to drive limos uh, in, in the San Francisco area and drove to all of like the concerts and the arenas and the stadiums and stuff. And was, this was given to him by a wrestler. Yep, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, this this is on the defining moments. Oh, I have that. Yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Um, um, anyway, anyway, go ahead. So it just said, you know, and this, and it, you know, it was given to him by a wrestler, and it sat in his garage for twenty five years, or you know, whatever it said. Uh, but the a couple of things stood out to me about the pictures. Like number one, like you said, it looks kind of old, right? It doesn't. Right, right. It looks really not and like. Yeah, it's definitely not a fresh. Even, right. you know, even if they weren't making the official replicas, it definitely wasn't like a, a bootleg replica. Right. No. Yeah. It um, looks legit. Like real. Leather. Also, I don't know if you can get the, I don't know if it'll come across, but actually, yep. yeah, you WBF can see it there. It's got the WWF into the leather. Oh, yep. yeah. stamped into the leather, which is another thing that they weren't doing on the replicas. What, at uh, the time. What's right. the stamp at the, the edge of the belt? That was the last thing, right? It actually says on here. Crafted by Reggie Parks. Oh my gosh! Shit. So. Oh my god. Hold on. Is this Wait Hold on. This is the craziest <laughs> NWO episode we've ever done. Like legit. I mean, I was like very excited to have you on here, and like I wanted to learn a lot about you and like hear your story. I, I mean, I feel that with with everybody, but like this is some crazy ass shit. This is blowing my mind. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. This is Thank fucking you. nuts. Well, um, I, a, a very wow. good friend, a friend of mine, Dude, uh, Mikey wow. Taylor, got to shout him out. He he's actually uh, become pretty close friends with Reggie Parks. So, like, I, have you ever like contacted him or or anything about it to like further? I hadn't. Um, so I'm sure I could hook that up if if you wanted. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. Uh, because again, you know, based on like I said, they weren't making replicas. Based right. on the the way it looked compared to yeah. every other belt, like I'm and not even if it was like a knockoff or something, you know, that's too well done and like yeah. the patina on it, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. You know, yeah. like the you know, the where you can tell it's 
30, 40 years old. You know, I mean, it's just wow. So, so, yeah, so that with the stamps on it, I was like, I'm going to yeah. take a shot on this thing because yeah. Hogan was the only one who ever wore this design. Right. So right. I'm like a famous wrestler, like can't get any more famous than, you know, than yeah. the Hulk's there. Um, so I got it for, I mean, I paid a decent amount for it, but certainly right. not what it would have gone for if it was listed properly. Right. Uh, or, you so know, the guy that even, had it didn't know what it was. Uh, it's basically. literally, it said WWF belt. Yeah. And yeah. if I didn't know by looking at the picture, you know, like, oh, that's <laughs> not a belt that they make replicas of, you know. Right, right, right. You would have just passed it up. Um, and I actually have the replica version of it up up, uh, up at the top. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't want to fuck up my uh, excuse no, you, you guys. I don't want to. Uh, oh, I've been cussing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't. But I, I, I have the replica version of it, which I got signed by Hogan, you know, a couple okay. years later. And you hold the two up like there's no comparison between right. the, For the sure. plates on this and the well, plates on the replica or the, the okay. leather on this so, and the strap on the replica. Like there's no <laughs> comparison. <laughs> Well, so I, I wanted to I, ask. Right. I'm sorry, Jake. No, um, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I just wanted to ask. Um, you said you got the um the replica signed. Have you considered getting the real one signed? Or you're just keeping it just clean. I just want to keep it as is. I thought about getting it sure. signed, you know, a few times. Uh, but it's it's not it's not like nice enough to get signed where the signature wouldn't look like shit because the signature would be in all like the wrinkles on the leather. Oh, and, I see. You know, I, that's why I went with the replica option. I got, you know, nice gold paint pen on clean. it. It's like nice and smooth. Yeah. yeah nice and clean. Very nice. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to keep this just kind of, you is. know, as is. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you, <laughs> man. That's, so, that's the ultimate real, collectible. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, uh, I know if Mike LaPuma was watching would, this live right now, he'd be like, bro, where the fuck did you get that? It'd be like a Jackson <laughs> Pollock painting um, in his room. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that's insane. So I'm trying to remember. Um, Bob Backlund dropped the title to the Sheik. And wasn't that like a – was it green? A yeah. Green the, okay, um, yeah, yeah. With like the, silver? Yeah, the one that Sheik yeah. won from Backlund. I, I, don't quote me on the one that she got from Backlund, but the one that she yeah. lost to Hogan was to Hogan the green was, okay. one yes. uh, with the big circle on it, what they based yes. the LJN belts on. Yes, yes, yes. And then and there then was they... another one after that for like a short period of time. Oh, it's like, okay. I think it's, it's called like the Hogan 85. Okay. Um, and it comes with the, the first classic superstars. There's a version that comes with that oh. belt. There's a version that comes with the Winged Eagle. Uh, okay. But Mattel has not made that, that belt. Okay. And then, uh, like I said, that was around for like a real short period, and okay. then this one came out. And again, this one really wasn't around for that long either. This was really, '86, right? You know, like eight, end of '85, to, to 80, you know, the beginning of '80, '80, the beginning of '88, because '88 they, they was Winged the Winged Eagle. Yeah. Okay. When Andre, right, when referees and all that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Damn. That's crazy, man. That's uh <laughs> which is one of my favorites still to this day, even though again, you know, I was like four years old when that happened. That that yeah. twin referee angle. My older brother and I uh got into a pretty big fight that afternoon and yeah. my mom was like, You guys are not watching wrestling tonight and that was about the worst punishment you could possibly ever you were just joking mom yeah yeah we went from being enemies to being best friends right 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 oh yeah we've we obviously you know ended up getting to watch it but uh yeah yeah. um but anyway 
Wow. I'm blown away by that story. That's that's insane. Yeah. <sighs> what an eBay listing. Well, WWF. That's all the tech we have for this belt. week's show. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, um my uh my buddy already messaged me back and he's like, um yeah, he was just he's like, Wait, what belt is that on? <laughs> so I was like, Hey, you know, this this might be it, blah blah blah. Might need Reggie's expertise. So um that's all already being cool. set up to, to figure awesome. out like exactly what this could be. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Um well damn. Woo. Like <laughs> Woo. Yeah. I need, yeah, I, need, I, need, I, need I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, you know, this is man, I don't know. This is so much fun. Um, I feel like, you know, with any of these this could go forever, but um I don't know. I think I think maybe for this one, like that's th- a, that that's might a good that spot. might be the, that's a good, good place to put the cap in it. Um, you know, and that's hopefully cool. maybe some other time can have you on again or whatever. Yeah. Um I would love that. But yeah, oh, yeah. um unless there's anything else that you wanna talk about or get out before, you know, we start to wrap things up. Uh, no, I mean, what if, if any other questions, you know, you guys had, you know, or whatever, I'm good. I'm good for whatever you want to talk about. But, uh, you know, thanks a lot for having me on. Is, are you guys going to yeah. Live 9? Huskar is for sure. Yeah. Okay. I will I'm, not be. Yes, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be. Okay. Jake, I you know. make me yeah. sad. Well, it's kind of the same situation know, as Live 8. I, I don't know yet. I know. <laughs> I are you just going? You'll be yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Um, Very cool. Those, those shows are amazing. They're always such a good time. Oh, yeah. to, I'm addicted. Yeah. These guys <laughs> yeah, were I, at six. Uh, we were all at seven, and Husbar and I yeah. were at eight. So, yeah, just yeah. amazing time. So, it's, I was, it's at, um, my... um, I was at the first one, and yeah. uh, actually, that was one of the cooler moments. Not to, like I said, keep, you know, no, keep no, you it's fine. Whatever, no, but uh, when at Live One, this was a couple of months after I met them at the Toy Drive. But again, you know, like who the hell am I? They meet so many people. They they interact with so many people, yeah. and uh, they were doing a Q and A where the first guy, you know, went up and asked his question, and the guy who was asking the questions happened to be standing like right next to me. So I said, I was like, hey man, like right over here, next, please. And so he came over and uh, he said, stand up. And as soon as I stood up, before I could even get my question out, the Matt was like, tugboat guy. And I was like, oh, tugboat guy. And I was like, holy shit. Like, how do they remember me? Like, this is, you know, uh, yeah, but it's yeah. it's super, you know, again, that's, that's the reason why they are so successful. And the reason why yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah. like for all the, for the amount of shit that they get, it's incredible. You know, you know, if anybody mm-hmm. that actually has ever interacted with them to see what, what they're really like. And yeah, it's, it's think, crazy. It's like with, you know that they're true fans and true collectors, right? Yeah. So you, you take that and then you add to the fact that you know what kind of collections they have. Right. And they're they're not just, you know, small time whatever. Like everybody's collection is cool, but these are these are top tier collections, top tier yes. collectors. And then when you add into the fact that they are legitimately successful professional wrestlers and the reach that they have, they right. really are that you add all that together, they really are the foremost authority in the hobby. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, they, they are the figure and, four. Yeah, and to have you know to kind of like ha- you know be recognized by them and to have their you know respect yeah. as a collector, that's pretty much yeah. all all you could ask for, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty definitely. Damn cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and like the the cool thing is, like we've all had that uh, kind of interaction with them at this point and the cool thing is like it's not just 
us. You know, right, it's not because right. it's not because we have a podcast or it's not because you sold them, you know, cool stuff. Like they do this with as many people as, you know, they can. Yeah. And and again, that's that's I think that's a, a big reason why this community is the way that it is. So yeah, it, yeah you're special. right. It's, it's very, very special. And well, they take the time to make you feel important and not you know, it's not a money grab. It's not a just, you know, we no. just want your support, you know, and to try to better our network or, you yeah. know, anything like that. It's like they legit take the time and they care about their fans, you know, and they'll, it's just amazing the stuff they do, you know, like stuff, you know, for Benji, for Joe, you know, all, all these people that, um, you know, they, they set up these raffles for and, and things like that. There's just so many great things that this community has. And of course, you know, you got your, your your assholes here and there that you you know you got to weed out, but uh, you know it is what it is, and um, you know at the end of the day we we're we're all a family, you know, and and they're part of that family, and they make us feel welcome, and you know it's just a cool feeling to be able to interact with these guys and and really truly have a relationship with them, you know yeah yeah and and it's kind of like you know like I said in the beginning of all this you know I guess it's coming up on like three years, but in the beginning of all this yeah. I didn't show off anything to anybody I didn't. Um, because it was all just, you know, negative, 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 but this whole process has kind of brought me out of my shell a little bit as a collector and, you know, to to have a Twitter now and, you know, not that it's like anything special, but I I could, I could foresee myself now that, um, we just finished putting a big, like addition on our house. That was a huge project that I think I heard Brian say he was going through something similar. Like I, I, Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, I sent him my, all my well wishes cause it was a hell of a process. But, <laughs> best wishes, uh, Brian, best wishes. Now that, stay, stay true. You know, now, <laughs> now that, um, that's kind of calming down. I, I could right. definitely see myself popping up in the Facebook group, uh, hell yeah, know, dude. sooner than later. Yeah, yeah for sure. You, it's, it's, been, it's, it's fun. It it's truly been this, is. It's been just what I've seen, you know, in the limited amount that I have seen, you know, from Twitter and, you know, going to the live yeah. shows and interacting with some oh, people like, It'll it's, take over your life, man. It literally, yeah. I mean, literally, like, <laughs> when I first joined, I wasn't planning on interacting at all. And now yeah. look at me. I have a podcast. Right. So it's very, it's very, very cool. I, I just wanted to add, you know, to what you guys were saying, like, even before we started MWO, when I went yeah. to the Connecticut signing where it was Brian, you know, Brian, yeah. um, PJ, um, what was it uh, just incredible and um and maven oh, yeah. um you know we were still wearing the masks and everything it was like the height of the covid right. covid era or whatever and you know i went up to brian and was like hey it's husvar it's andrew husvar and he's like yeah i know who you are like right. i was wearing a mask over <laughs> my face and you know they you know to add on to what you know both of you guys said they're just they you know they care about the community you could actually tell they they care and they give a fuck and right. you know like jake said we're a family we're all yeah. a family <laughs> Definitely. And speaking of family, uh, <laughs> Derek, you are yes, Hello. you are welcome to stick around for this portion if you yeah. want. But it is the time where we do the fan questions, and if there's you know something that you can up. you can add to, uh, you know, feel free. Yeah. Let's uh, do it. So uh, yes, it is the 20... portion where if okay. if we ask a question or we put the post out there, mostly Jake. Oh, Jake with a little teaser emoji on this one too. I didn't notice that. Did you know? I did it last week too. I'm glad you. No, I didn't notice that. I didn't. Okay, so just so you know, every this is a little spoiler for everyone (laughs) who listens. It is there. That's hilarious. No, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Well, all right. 
<laughs> Never mind. Because if you're going to know, there's a teaser in these things. Maybe yes, if you pick up on the teaser, you'll guess the uh, guess the, the guess. <laughs> and you know what? That is actually a good lead into my question. I like it. Yes. Okay. Um, now, will will others be able to really add to this? I don't know. But so this this comes from well, he would be considered the the Michael Jordan of hashtag ad, ask major WF pod questions. Um, <laughs> yep. And he has gotten a few from us, but it comes from Mike LaPuma. And this has something to do with uh, a little bit of the MWO's future. Um, so he asks, would you guys ever consider telling us who is on the show first so we can ask the guest a specific question that we would like to know about them that maybe you didn't get uh, that you didn't cover in their interview. And then he has a, a fist pump and it says, bro. So <laughs> the, the answer to that is why do we uh, not really tell you who's going to be on? We like to make it a surprise, um, you know, for, for us, you know, I, I think the element of surprise is, is what helps because if you see who the guest is and the episodes there, you're instantly like, Oh man, I got to check this out. You know, right. hopefully we give, you know, some, some, some little bit of information about the episode that makes you like very interested. And, um, you know, so for this episode, like we have tugboat guy and he drops a bit of collecting information on us that people are going to freak out about. Hopefully that makes you listen. So it's yeah. it's all about that element of surprise. Yes. But um, speaking of surprise and, you know, always trying to keep things close to the chest, um, we usually don't tease out things too much. But um, in the future, uh, I would say probably this year, uh, we oh, yeah. have been talking a little bit about um, maybe doing an MWO Patreon. Some people have asked us about it and requested it uh, to maybe get some more content out of us, uh, whatever the case is. Um, so it is something we're considering. But at the same time, you know, we we understand that, like, you know, we aren't you know, the major wrestling figure podcast. Um, uh, so many people pay, you know, good money to be part of that and to be part of many others. So if we're to start doing this type of thing, we would. Uh, keep it small and at a low cost. And yeah. one of the things that we would do is, is give, um, you know, if, if we record within enough time, uh, we would let, you know, the, the people that are in the Patreon know, yes, this is yeah. who the guest is coming up ahead of time, yeah. ahead of Our time. And, and yeah. yeah. And if there's um, questions that you want to ask, uh, you know, we could probably accommodate that depending on who it is. Right. So that is a potential thing. And I know for some that's going to be like, yeah, but I don't want to have to spend money. And we get that. And you don't have to. But like we said, we would try and make it as low and affordable and worth it as possible. Right. So that's that's that. Hey, All right. yeah. Husfar, what you got, baby? You want me to do mine? All right. Yes, sir. So I'm picking Jeff Manalia's question. In honor of NWO Week, if Ringside were to make a Ringside exclusive five-pack of any NWO members, who would be in that pack? So I started thinking about this a little bit. Um, so the first two that 100% I would love would be the Nash and Hull, 
with the NWO shirts and the jeans because really there was that like old five pack, but it was like, you know, the, the plasticky shirt, maybe do like real cloth shirts, mm. you know, and everything or the basic pack, the battle pack of them. So I'd want like bait, you know, elite style with like the real shirt. I would do Bischoff, you know, right in the middle. Mm. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I would do another like deco of um, Hogan, you know, maybe a, a you know a different deco than the the ultimate. Do like elite style, yep. and then uh, I, Mark wouldn't agree with this. Maybe like a giant, maybe a new uh, you know, <laughs> nice giant. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so that, that's the five I would I'd probably pick. You know, the cl- pretty much the classic classic yeah. guys. Hell yeah. Um, I would probably go the route of some people that we don't never get have. much yeah. of. You know, so like, I'm said, do like too, so don't pick my guys. I, I won't. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's the Hogan's, there's the Holland Nashes. Um, you know, there is a six. Um, you know, so I, I may, I might stay away from those, and you know, probably, like I said, go with you know maybe some different ones. Um, you know, there's there's Sting, there's Macho. So like, I think Conan would be cool. Yep. Mm. Um, I think, um, I think Stevie Ray from Harlem heat when he was yep. in the yep. NWO, I think that would be neat. Um, I would go with, let's see, maybe, uh, a Lex Luger, um, you know, in, in the jeans and the, you know, the red and black shirt, uh-huh. that's three. Yep. Um, so two more, um, Scott Norton and Buff Bagwell. Thanks a lot. Okay. You think like <laughs> four of my guys. All right. Well, Buff Bagwell was one of my guys. Um, I also we 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 need a Scott Steiner. Oh God, you're right. Big yeah, pop and pop. Yeah, you're we right. We need yeah. that. I mean, I know he has a terrible relationship with WWE, so it's probably never gonna happen. But never know. Never say never. Um Juice. I think that's on that guy. Wrong guy. Juice like sugar. I think Horse Hogan would be cool. Um, okay. Yeah, disciple. we got Hogan in the pack. The disciple. Say it was. Oh. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, okay. And then I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Vincent. I okay. Think an, an official okay. one would be good. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously easy to make a custom. You know, but. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot. Wasn't the great Muta in the Wolf? Wasn't he in the Wolf Pack? Oh man, no, he was or in was the MWO. MWO? Him, okay. him, him, and Masahiro yeah. Chono. Yes, yes. Ooh, I think, yeah, I, I, I go like Muta. I go Muta. Yeah, mm. I think that's who. Yeah, so that's who. Those I'm, are cool. That's who I'm I like them. Cool. I was trying to think of five guys that you guys hadn't mentioned, and I was holding out <laughs> on Muta and Chono. You're right. Those are great uh, ones. But you went, you went over five, and you, you snatched them. <laughs> Um, that's the problem with going last. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, fake thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, it's uh, good Mr. Wall Street, VK Wall Street. <laughs> oh, like, shit. yep, yes. Uh, how about Rodman? Let's get get Rodman. Oh, in there. Yeah. Oh, how can we forget? Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Tugboat guys See? coming in with the kill, man. Uh, there's got to be two more <laughs> that, that haven't been mentioned yet. I got one that popped in my head. What do you got, Ted DiBiase? Dusty, yeah. Ted DiBiase. Oh, DiBiase. Dusty yeah. Rose, baby. Live on the mother ship on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Nick Patrick. 
Oh, referee Ooh. Nick Patrick. Good one. good one. I like that's a good one. That is that's a Cole, great set. Don I'd Cole buy that set. Definitely need that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, need like oh, three. Yeah. Was it, yeah, that uh, was, was that it was Kurt a... Henning in there yeah. too? Yeah. 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 Yes. That'd be kind of cool. Brett, yeah. Rick, Rick Rude. Rude. Yeah. Bret Hart uh, was in it. Right. I mean, they already did. Garrett was in it. Um. Damn. Jeez. There's like so many too now. It's just they're all like snowballing. Oh, oh, and and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the real and well, you would hey, need that one. I need you, it. You do need it. You're right. You're right. Hey, I, you're right. I willed bald bald Shawn Michaels into existence. I'll will NWO Shawn Michaels into existence. Oh God, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that so, was fun. Yeah, that was very very great question. So I normally tend try not to do this when people ask multiple questions. I try to stay away just because I want to share, you know, and and give the others a chance to oh, win. Oh, sure, sure. But this question was just too good. I know what you're picking. I know. So I got to do it. This with guy's my... getting two of them? He's getting two. <laughs> and, he, and I actually didn't send him one yet personally because he is a great friend of mine. One of my, one of my, as uh, Mean Gene would say, one of my dear close personal friends, Michael LaPuma. And uh, by the way, I do have to do this in the Michael LaPuma voice. And I've also talked with the MWO guys, and we've decided that every week, no matter who question I pick, every time <laughs> I read your question, I'm going to do it in Michael LaPuma's voice. So, oh, good <clears> Lord. <throat> bro, Jake Wyatt, bro, <laughs> do you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also like the El Gigante gimmick, which I loved, or just the Giant Gonzalez? P.S. If you do pick any of my questions, can you please read it in your best La Puma impression, bro? As my wife and kids get a kick out of it, fist pump. And then I put a picture of Giant Gonzalez in, in there. So, uh... Oh my god! It's so bad. This is your worst limp. <laughs> I know. You got to do it every time now. You already said you got to do it. I haven't physically, like, actually talked to him on the. You phone haven't done forever. sentences. Sentences. <laughs> sentences. So, all right, Mike. I love you, baby. So, uh, the El Gigante gimmick. I actually did not like that. I re- I do remember it in WCW. Um, <laughs> they they did make a galoob. Uh, the one of the UK exclusives of that. And the WCW Impel trading cards, I do remember that as well. That's the only thing I remember from that gimmick. Um, never really cared for it, but it was just the Giant Gonzalez in general. To me, was just like when he debuted. Uh, I think it was '93 Royal Rumble uh, to attack the Undertaker. It was just it just shocked me with how tall he was. I remember Bobby the Brain Heenan seeing Jesus. He's got to be eight feet tall, you know. Um, so it was just it's pretty crazy, but. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to kind of transition that over to you guys a little bit. Uh, who's like one of your top wrestlers who's had two different gimmicks? And did you prefer their other gimmick over their real name character or, you know, something like vice versa like that? Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to kind of change it. You know, instead of make it me specific, it's all yeah. of us. Um, I'm trying to remember you go who first. <laughs> posted it in the group. Um, oh, I got what I want. Go ahead. Go. All right. So um, I really liked, um, you know, Papa Shango first and then oh. you know, Godfather. What about um, Kama? And Kama. I was yeah. just going to get to that. Um, you know, I, I just think he, he did awesome on all three of those I, gimmicks. I agree. I, you know, Papa Shango is one of my all-time favorites. Um, 
I'm still trying to get that Hasbro with the bone necklace. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, really just all those gimmicks, um, were, were great. Well, which one's your favorite out of all of them? Oh, which one's Papa Shango. Okay, good. Yeah, that's definitely. I like the cursing. I like the, the black, you know, the black goo coming out of people's faces, you know, ultimate warrior's face and stuff like that. I love, I just love that whole, you know, the voodoo gimmick. Yeah. I just think it's really cool. It reminds yeah. me of, um, in live and let die. Um, yep. Baron Samity, you know, yep. it's yeah. Yeah. One of my all time yeah. favorites. Um, yeah. the first Roger Moore one. Um, I, it just reminds me of that growing up mm. and everything. And I just love that. Hell yeah. So, um, earlier as of this recording, um, today, uh, Joey Vahone, uh, mm-hmm. he brought up, um, he says very popular opinion time, which I, I oh, think yeah. is, he's being facetious. He says, I don't like Brutus. No, he edited cake. it after. Oh, because it became popular. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, he says, I don't like Brutus beefcake. Never did when I was a kid. Still don't now. He always seemed boring to me. Even now, as an adult, I really don't care, especially knowing he basically had an entire career just by being Hogan's Klingon. <laughs> um, the disciple, I just talked about him. <laughs> yeah. Right. So right. Um, I'm also not the biggest uh, beefcake fan. No. Never never really was. And But yeah. I don't know why. I, I loved uh, Dungeon of Doom in WCW. So when he's the Zodiac... <laughs> I right. thought it was cool. And was he a booty man? Well, he's the big bad booty daddy. Booty man? <laughs> no. Big bad booty daddy. Oh, no. no that's that's that, Sorry. That's Scott Snyder. No, you're right. No, he was My bad. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I, I mixed him up. Um, but yeah, uh, even like as the disciple, he was so different. I didn't even think it was the same guy right, until right. like I started to realize. And yeah. I, so I kind of dug that too. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I don't know. That's taken one character uh or no. person that had multiple cool. characters and so that's I don't cool know. and i do i do I just want to out. give joey a shout out for well i want to i want to shout him out too uh hashtag major fitness challenge i saw him getting a nice pump in the other day his sleeves rolled up yeah some weights mm-hmm. there man looking great looking great so keep up the good work mm-hmm. so he uh, lost pardon. a lot of weight already did you see yeah. that before and after photo i have yeah. not seen it send it to me all right i'll send it yeah, yeah. You're talking about Vahone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he put up a Sapienza picture. Of, I did see his too, man. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. so many Dude, people. He told are me doing today with all that. Tommy Sapienza told me he, I, he's like you, Jake. None of his shirts fit him anymore. He's yeah. like, I have to go down size now. Yep. He's like, I have to awesome, get rid of some man. Of shirts. Awesome. Congrats, brother. That's 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 so awesome. Hashtag but, major fitness challenge. Yeah. So tugboat guy, what's what's your pick? I'm gonna have to go with uh, my my shirt. Yeah, here, I, I think, right. <laughs> okay. It's amazing how his gimmicks were like so different, but he managed right. to keep the same name through just about every yeah. one of them. Right, right. <laughs> uh, from you know demolition to Kona Crush to no, the, that's a good point. Yeah, the bad guy, one? evil yeah, crush. He like the, remember he had like the knife tattoo that's across like the his forehead. Yeah. And then it was just gone after. That. Yeah, yeah, like for the Nation was, of uh, Domination, yeah. and yeah, that's. That's oh, a really wait, good. Man, remember Clarence Mason? I don't Hell know why yeah. he just popped in my head, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really like that one because, like you said, yeah. it's it was the same yeah. guy. It was the same character, same yeah. name, just com- always just changing it up. That that's yeah, a really had, good. Didn't one. he have like braids and like a nose ring? Yep. Went to, yeah, yeah. When he came back you know, before <laughs> yeah. for the nation, when he uh, yeah. when he yep. he pulled the fan out of the crowd and beat him up, but it was actually yes. I mean yes. it was Steve well, Carino. You find yeah. out like all these years later, <laughs> right? Um, and then 
there's another one for the NWO box set, Brian Adams. You're right. Yep. While, while we're at it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Man. Damn. This this topic just got me thinking of all kinds of stuff. Like yeah. um an upcoming uh guest on the major pod is um is his name is his real name Brian Clark. Yeah. Who uh Rath and and Adam, Adam Baum, Baum. Yeah. and Brian Clark. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I, I loved Wrath. You know, when yeah. Canyon it was Mortis, all right. this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when Abyss turned to Joseph Park. <laughs> so yeah anyway that's yeah. that's a that's a fun question hell yeah so all right well i think that's pretty much uh the episode derek uh, it was awesome having you yeah. on pleasure having um, you yes here. you know go dude, from dude. you know only <laughs> only kind of hearing about you to seeing you on booze yeah. a couple times and then having yeah. you here it was it was very uh fun and insightful and had a great time so yeah a lot of fun thank you yeah, so much well, thank you thank you guys thank very you much so for much. yeah thank you guys for having me uh this was a lot of fun uh yeah, i know you guys got a lot of people to get to but i'd be happy to come back anytime definitely and sure. uh look forward to uh getting like i said getting a little bit more active in the the major mark community yeah. there you go. and uh getting to see you guys you know at live nine or wherever down the yeah. road awesome. definitely i will be at a live so i'll see you at live soon. yeah Sounds good. i'll see you'll be there i might be there I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it to ten if I don't make it to nine because I gotta. I'm getting itchy. I gotta go. <laughs> and it's ten. Right. That's right. All right. Hell yeah. Husvar, take us out. Play my fucking music. Woo! I got Galoob, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring worn gear. They wanna wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark, major mark, I'm not a toy boy, toy boy, I'm just a major mark, major mark, I'm not a toy boy, toy boy, claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby, you already know the Michael Jordan, and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise.